Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Homeless Large. We're here today with um, a special guest, Heather Yvonne. Um, she does the uh, Chance for Success newspaper. She's getting that started here in Tucson. I think it's a great program. I'm on the board with her. And um, we're going to talk about a few things and, and then maybe get it out there about how this is going to work out. Heather, do you want to go ahead and uh, start with your story? Uh, my story is um, trying to get uh, Chance for Success going here in the Tucson community uh, so that we can get uh, the homeless and many other people um, jobs. Yeah, that's a big thing in Tucson with the homeless because nobody wants to hire them. Yep. You know, I mean, they all want them off the streets, but they don't want to hire them for a job, which is essential to get off the streets. Kind of but most people don't know about is uh, a lot of our homeless are actually working jobs and still homeless because right. they can't afford um, they work rent day and stuff. I mean, if you think about it, the day labor places are really kind of Jew places too. No offense. But they get $25, $26 an hour for one person and then they pay that person 10 Yep. I mean, that's, to me, it's fraud, but yeah, I guess it's it's free labor. Um. So anyways, so what I wanted to get on with what we were talking about here, Chance for Success. So how did you get started with Chance for Success? Just to explain to my listeners, I know you've t probably said this a million times, but my listeners probably haven't heard it. Well, um, the reason why was um, over 20 years ago, I was actually a recipient of another street newspaper and they gave me the opportunity of selling and contributing to the newspaper um, to have an income when I didn't have any. Um, it was in Boston, Massachusetts. It, back then it was called Spare Change. Now it's called Spare Change News. But even back then it made me feel like I was part of a community. People showed me concern and showed me uh, respect because of what I was doing. Um, I even started um, right during the process. I was writing my poetry. They let me submit that. Nice. So, so how many people were involved with this? I mean, when it started out in Boston, how many people were involved when you first started with it? I don't know for sure, but I met quite a few of them, especially when we were picking up papers. Um, I could, at times, there was probably 20, 30 people waiting to get more papers. Wow. At a time. Wow, and they said, and they, you know, so did it work anything like the, the, the remember the old hawkers, the, the newspaper vendors on the islands? Yeah, but not, not as, there's a unique twist to a street newspaper from a regular newspaper, like a hawker. Right. Uh, the, the hawkers got paid by the actual newspaper. With uh, street newspapers, the, the difference is, is they're in business for themselves. All right. They're their own entrepreneurs. Okay. So they will be um, basically selling themselves. Nice. So. Um, because so, they're self-employed. 
kind of like a magazine subscription. Send in what you write, they publish it. Yes. And then by the sales of the magazine, it, you get you get a commission. Paid, right. Okay. Interesting. And so, what made you bring it to Tucson then? I mean, well, when I first started, I started seeing how many homeless there were, and I was down. I'm basically trying to figure out how I could start working and realized, hey, why don't I try to do the street newspaper? So I got a hold of Spare Change and they explained to me that this was actually a worldwide movement. Uh, there was over a hundred street newspapers around the world. Um, there's like 30 within the United States. Um, the good thing about within the United States is they focus on putting the stories of the homeless um, in the newspapers, okay? Um, they could actually advocate for themselves. They can make change. I like that idea. <laughs> and, and and so when when the subscriptions go out now, I know that you, I, I remember when you started meeting the city employees and all them people. God, I regret meeting them people. Um. But so, as 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 the as, as the tale goes, um, are you are, are they going to subscribe to the paper, or is it just the the, the individual homeless person that sells it to the individuals? It's actually the homeless person that's going to be getting the money, not us. Right. So we we get we'll get a small a small fee for the paper mm -hmm. because we have to calculate actually the amount of the printing cost okay and then when we sell it to them we got to put in there just above the price of what the the ink and the paper is uh, right. for the cost so that we can make a little bit of money not a whole lot no. uh, but the homeless will be making majority of the money nice and so as what with the chance for success what made, how did you come up with the name Chance for Success? And yeah, yeah, because I found the story really interesting. Well, um, actually, uh, when I first started, I, I put that, I put it out as Chance for Success because not only will we be giving um, the homeless and the other individuals will be helping an opportunity to, um, make their own career, right. um, but also we're going to be offering internships to the colleges. Oh, wow. Okay. Which also gives them a chance for success because once they're done with their internships, they can actually move on to a job with experience. Right. They can go to a writer's position or They can go to a writer's position, reporter's position, advertising, because we're going to be doing that. Um, now, see, I think Anthony Potter would benefit from something like advertising. He's he's really good at um, getting things heard or brought up front and center, like right uh, now. Advertising sales would be contacting businesses to put advertising in yeah. the newspaper. But he's he's really good at getting things brought front and center right now. I mean, you you type in A N and his name comes up right away in Google. I mean, just right away type in is you know anything like that and it just comes up but either way uh, back on topic um so with chance for success what was your um what is the ultimate goal 
as to say, this is why we're doing it. The ultimate goal and achievement we want to see out of it is. Well, the ultimate goal is, um, well, we well we got two by we got two bylines. One is an opportunity with dignity, respect, and advocacy, mm -hmm. and the other one is a hand up instead of a handout. Yes, I like that. <clears throat> All right, because <coughs> most programs and most people will tell you this: most programs within the Tucson community, they want you to stay in a long program six months to a year before you actually see the benefits. Right. With us. This is where we're going to be a little bit more unique is we're going to be giving these people that come through our door or we meet in the park or wherever when we first start we'll probably be meeting in the park okay is after a 90 minute orientation 90 minutes that's not much time no it's not okay when they leave they're going to have a badge they're going to know how to sell the paper they're even going to have um free papers to start their business nice. okay where they don't have to wait all right when they walk out the door they can start they money. can start selling immediately nice so what are the um i mean as far as the city how do they look at it what are they, they're, they're not going to be able to because um like all other street newspapers, they're not actually selling because on on all the newspapers it would say suggested donation. Okay. I, if you put a price on it, that's selling. Right. If you put suggested donation like all the other street newspapers, you're not selling. So you're not it, soliciting. Right. So is it gonna I mean, how are they gonna Get them out. Are they going to go door to door? Or are they going to be just It's up to them. Along? It's whatever they want to do. Whatever they want to do. They want to go to a business and say, I'll sell you this many papers for this price. Uh, yeah, yeah. They can do that. If they want to go out to the mall and walk around the mall, they can do that. That's interesting. If they want to go to a college, you know, students are always interested in reading stories. Yeah. Okay. They can go to the college and sell them. Some of them take reports on homeless people and their jams, and you know that'd be perfect for them. So, when you uh, when you started this, what was your ultimate dream? I mean, just as I mean, I know you didn't start just come down here and say, "Yeah, I want to do that here." It, there was a dream behind it. Well, when we first start first started, we we were noticing how many homeless people. Okay, because we're not, it's not just the homeless, it's the marginalized. Um, also, we're going to be dealing with a lot of re-entry people. Yeah. Okay, and low income, someone that's disabled, um, can't get out to work. All right, they'll have an opportunity to sell this newspaper on their time, at whenever their they, pace. and at their pace. Interesting. Okay. So that they can uh, actually be able to start living, you know, they'll be able to start contributing to the community, um, writing their stories, you know, so that people get that awareness of uh, homelessness is like one of my, my pictures I have, it, it's not a crime, okay, 
I'm sorry, a lot of people want to make it like it's a crime. It's not. It's actually it's, a lifestyle. It's, for some people, yes. For some people, it's they're, they're, they're seriously down on their luck. Yeah. Um, they want they want something better, but there's very few opportunities to get to. Yeah. Trust so, me, I know. But I mean, this this would give them that opportunity instead of uh, like the pan the, the panhandlers are standing on the um, median holding up signs. If you notice, most of them are hiding their face behind the sign. Yeah. Okay. They don't have no dignity at that point. Okay. With a newspaper, if they're selling a newspaper, they're going to be able to have that dignity and they'll start getting respect. Right. Okay. Because they're trying to do something better. They're working. Indeed. They're working. They're making money. They can start doing a little bit better than just surviving. Well, and the reason I asked that was because back, um, I think it was two, was it 2000 they did the city hawker ban? Yeah. So back in 2000, you know, I used to sell newspapers on the corner. But that's um, selling. That's true. That's selling. It's not. We're not selling. It's a suggested donation. I got you. So you're using. You're not money. soliciting. You're using the nonprofit status as a collection of donation. Ah, and you're giving the homeless that umbrella. <laughs> oh, pardon me. Yeah. Uh, under the uh, you're putting them under your umbrella so that they can do this legally without the hassle of vendor license and all that crap. I see that's they're not selling. Right. It's there's, so there's no vendor license. There's no uh, hawker thing or nothing like that. It's actually a donation base. You're actually suggesting a donation, asking for donations to help such and such cause. I got you. So, what was the success rate in Boston, Massachusetts, right? Is that what people, well, I've got statistics, not just from Spare Change, but from every street newspaper in the United States. Um, most of the people save up enough money to be able to get into places, um, actually start doing better than just surviving. Um, some of them may not want to be inside of a place. Right. Right. They just want to be able to live comfortably. Without all you know, really uh, Since we have rain here, okay, they can save up the money. So when it does rain, they don't have to be out there. They can take that money they saved up and get into a motel. Mm -hmm. You know, actually be able to start buying regular food instead of having to always eat fast food. Or whatever served. Or whatever served out of soup kitchen or uh, the dinners. old food that's expired. Yes. So, with Chance for Success and, and, and its layout, how is, how do you perceive the community accepting it? I've already talked to a few people. There's people out there, it, when we start putting the people out there selling the newspaper, they'll gladly be buying the newspaper. Nice. I've got people that go, okay, tell me when you put them out because I want to yeah, I want to see what you put in, in, in what you're going to be putting in that newspaper. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and the reason I ask that is because the, 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 the media sources like Kago 9 and all them, 
they've already put out all this bad story about the homeless. And so a lot of times the homeless are perceived as, well, not so... It's all the derogatory stuff. Yeah, it's a derogatory term. They used to use for racism, like you're dirty, you're ugly. Get a job, you're lazy. You bum. Are always the ones that don't actually create a job. It's like it's like the cartoon I have on our uh, website when it comes up. Um, there's cartoon um, the, the the rich guy telling the uh, homeless guy that's sitting down on the thing get a job, and then when he goes in to get that job, yeah. and it says I'm homeless. Get out of here. Yep. Well, you told me to get a job. I thought you might want to hire me. Nah, I said to you, you're not qualified. I got that so many times. It's so embarrassing. You know, I, I kind of like... It's a double standard. They, they tell you to do one thing, but then they don't want to give you that opportunity to get right. out of it. And you know, here, most of the homeless people, and, and, and you know what? I know a lot of them these days. And, and I think this was targeted with all those blues. Those little blue damn pills that they call blues. Or what do they call them? Blues, and uh, there's another name for them. But they're, they're basically heroin. And it's, it's ran rampant through the homeless population. It's rampant. I mean, it's everywhere. Yep. I, I, you can't turn around without seeing them. So, you might How do not you be see? able to afford the $20 fee, but there's so many people homeless that use them that you could smoke free all day. Shit, I don't see how the dealers make money. But I know a girl who overdosed from it in one of the hotels. I've done CPR on people who overdosed. I brought people back to life from an overdose. It's not a pleasant sight, period. No. It's just not. They turn blue, they turn purple. And they get stiff really fast, like they got, like, they, like, uh, like Gregor Mortis almost said, saying instantly, you know what I'm saying? But the, 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 the what I want to focus on, here's, here's, what inspired you is to, the most to create chance for success, besides just uh, being homeless before, what was your biggest inspiration besides being homeless? The, 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 the welcoming that I got, long time ago, I don't want The, feeling, feeling like I'm part of a community. Feeling like you're part of it. Interesting, I like that. You know, I wish you were around when I was out there, man, and being persecuted all the damn time. You I know, probably was. I mean, like, as far as chance for success and being where you're at now, I mean, it's a it's a whole different story when you're out there and there's you know I might have seen you, but you weren't chance for success and there was no chance for me to succeed. You know I mean it was just pure hell. That and the sad part is most of my homeless life I just wanted to be left alone. I really didn't want to be bothered. I mean um, I I. I I, I was that me. I was that way until I met my husband. Well, uh, you know, I don't see myself meeting a girl anytime soon. But either way, I I love the idea of chance for success. I don't know. I mean, it to, to me it's a it's like a fair market trade. You know, yeah, we understand that you're 
What kind of, um, I mean, process are they going to do? You have to have ID or... When, when they, they start, come in our door? No. Yeah, no ID, no kind of background checks, no... I mean, see, yeah, and that's, that's, a, that, that's like that open door shelter. Or they say it's now we'll ask them if they find if we take the picture because the picture will be on the back. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, they, that's, that's, they gotta know who they are. And and, and 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 a single name. That's all I need. I don't need your full name. I just need a name, nice. a name and a picture. So we print it on the badge because when you're out there, while you have the badge, you are representing chance for success. Yes, and you gotta behave like it. And that's my concern is a lot of these people out there on blues. And you know, I've lost so many of my family to that shit. But we will have on the website, if someone has a concern, they will contact us. Good, good. Um, what kind of, I mean, I know that there's stories of homelessness or whatever being published. Are there, are there going to be stories of, of what resources and that are available also in the paper? I mean, kind depends of, it's kind people. of a state of the problem. Depends the on the, the people. If one of the homeless wants to put down a resource. Like, do uh, you think the Gospel Rescue Mission or Tucson Supported Shelters, Tucson, or any of those organizations would get involved yeah. and advertise? Gospel Rescue Mission, I know that. Sounds like you've already talked to them. Well, I knew the old, the old. They've changed so much, Heather. I know, but I'm in touch with Lisa. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, <laughs> so we could get one of the people that are in the up and ups, maybe on the board, maybe close to the board at the gospel. You're good. I know Lisa. So what's she? She's the head person. Well, I thought it was Kyle or something like that. Lisa. Yeah, he's head of security. That's right. But anyways, Lisa Chaston. Okay. So what um, if, 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 at what's the at bare minimum if say this doesn't take in Tucson? I know it takes in a lot of places, but Tucson, as you know, is different. It will take. I I'm crossing my fingers because I, no, I really hope it, it does. No, it will take because um. Like I've told a lot of people, I put this in God's hands and God wants this to happen. Mm -hmm. He wants okay. his people fought for, yeah, for sure. Um, so have you heard, I mean, and this is a little bit off topic, but not really. Have you heard of the new city, um, sanctioned shelters? Mm -hmm. And did you hear they opened up a new homeless encampment here in town? You know, and... Um, They're moving the people that are on golf links to there. Yeah, and it's another camp. I mean, they're intense. A different camp that is a little more secure. Yeah, and you know what? That's they were trying to create a community because when you're in numbers, you're, you're, you're safer. But with the the, the, the new camp and um, actually, uh, what was it? The TPCH. TPCH and the city kept going out there for three weeks talking to them. On a daily basis, almost yeah. on a daily basis. I was kind of involved to move in them. I was kind of involved with that, that like behind the scenes with Brandy Champion and all that. So, but now they kept me updated. At all. I What's want to. Going um, on? 
I'm, I'm remember, I've been trying to get Brandy to, she's been so freaking busy lately, but you know, you know Brandy Champion, right? And then she's a, the, the director of the Housing First, the Community Housing and Development. Anyways, but she, um, I'm supposed to be going out to take a tour of this encampment, one of them, and uh, I'm going to be putting that on the podcast and we're going to do an interview with Brandy, of course. We're going to need more, and more than what they have. What do you mean? They're going to need more than what they have. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're going to need a lot more. This is, and see, that that's one of those things I've been fighting for for a long time because there are those people out there that just don't want a house. They don't want that love give responsibility and mm. like me i'm that's not comfortable okay here. i'm not comfortable here but that's okay what do you think the newspaper will look like when you get it started will it be a new, i don't a know that'll like be a, no, no or it'll be a pack like you get with the regular paper it's going to be like a regular newspaper it's not just going to be homeless story. It's going to be other stories yeah. that the community might want to know about. That aren't um, set on the regular. That's media. not set on being homeless or this and that. It's going to be just as entertaining as a regular newspaper, but more positive instead of a regular newspaper. Focus more on a solution light than a problem. More light. of the solutions instead of problems. Yeah, I like that. Okay, because we don't we we don't want to. We're out there, you have to advocate for the homeless. Yeah. Okay. Well, and where a lot of people get screwed up is they miscommunicate that word advocate. Because to be an advocate, it means you're like a lawyer speaking up for that person's rights or that person's needs or their best interests. I didn't say advocate. I said advocacy. Yeah. That means they learn how to advocate for themselves. themselves. Yes. And then there's a difference between being an advocate. And advocacy. If someone has an issue, all right, and we need to look at this in both ways, because as a new, as a newspaper that's going to be giving around dignity and respect, we want both sides of the story, right. not just one sided. Yeah. All right. And it's been that way for a long time. We're going to be true, uh, true to the the excellency of journalism, and. And that's see, that's why I started the podcast was because they, for the longest time I was called the voice of the voiceless. I was the voice of the voiceless. And I was so disturbed about that title, I told them to stop calling me that. Because there's many voices out here. They just choose not to speak up because they really don't want to be involved. A lot of them just don't want to be involved. Like, I, I have friends, I took Mr. Potter there to see some of my friends that just don't want to be involved. And they, they, they refuse to get involved in it. And it's hard because I feel like until Chance for Success came along, I was the only one fighting. And it was like I got fired from both sides. Even some of my closest friends started to question, which side are you on? And those are my family members. And they, I was asked to speak up for them because I guess I was always a fighter, you know? I mean, I've always been a fighter. I was, when I was younger, I was, I was a fighter. I overthrew trap houses for bikers. That's what I did. And they paid me for it, paid me well. I would go in and just start tipping the trap house over. I would start evicting people. And I, I was good at it. 
I was intimidating. I was big. I was scary. Look at me. I'm fucking scary when you look at me and don't know me. I just walk in and people get scared. And it was easy. It was easy. Yeah. But the thing about that was, it's not, it's a dangerous life. Mm -hmm. It's a very dangerous life. And so at that, with Chance for Success, I jumped on board almost right away because I, I, I've had a lot of opportunities to join these people. And like, I remember when John McClane came out and I, I, I refused to join him because something about somebody going out and look at what I do on Facebook just doesn't appeal to me. It shows ulterior motive. Um, Lewis, yeah, but still, John McClane, they, he wanted to be famous. Some people are the way they are. And we need to realize, all right, they they may be our our allies at some point. Yeah. Okay. We may not like everything that they do, but, but they still did. could be a good ally in our in our in in the road of getting right the community. What yeah, the community to but understand. See, but here's the problem with that: even like John McClane and Lewis Arthur, okay, the, before they left. They left a bad taste in people's name for the homeless. Before everything went down where it went bad for them, the name for the homeless had already been made. Like John McClain sitting in downtown. I remember the days where I watched John McClain tell them people, hey, say fuck the police, say this, say that, do this, do that, throw the garbage on the ground, fuck them. But then he would go with this film that he took of them doing that stuff to City Hall and say homeless problems. Showing them the film, and you know that put a bad the taste. Kind of in the that, if that's the kind of recognition he wants to be right. associated with, then let him be. Right, and so and that, that was the guy I shut down. Yeah, I, I shut them both down because Lewis was going over robbing people in the park at in the middle of the night, putting his hand on people at gunpoint, taking their drugs out of their pockets, and then saying, "Look what I found on the playground." Then he was doing home invasions. That guy was, and see, that's that ulterior motive I spoke of was that those are the kind of things that I think the chance for success can expose. Mm -hmm. Because what I would really like to ask is that would you be all right with doing a rights column where it basically explains the Constitution and the civil rights that people have when it comes to law enforcement and society? Because the discrimination on the homeless has to stop. Yeah. It's never going to get better until you cannot cure homelessness until you stop the discrimination of the people that are homeless or houseless. You can't. It's never going to stop. Yep. And so is there going to be a like a civil rights or a constitutional rights column in the paper? If that's what we want. Yeah. I mean, is it would it be I I think it would be great to have that kind of a column there. If we can find the right how should I say paralegal or an attorney to write out a column about it and then publish it in the paper and put it in like as a, as a, as a cover letter or, uh, uh, you know, how you the, 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 the credit to the end, put it in there to that, you know? So how do we get credit to where it needs to be? 90% of homeless people end up in jail because they don't know their rights. Right. And so 
That was my thing that I would like to see That's that. That's where the advocacy comes in. Because, right. Um, one of the positions that we are going to be hiring for when we actually do start is a social worker. Yeah. Right. And that social worker is going to be um, working with the homeless and the pe and and the other people that come through our um, that we'll be working with to ensure that um, their rights are going to be known because we'll have programs where people will know. Okay, what can I get away with? What 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 are my rights? Right. right. How. If this cop comes up to me and just starts searching my pockets, what is my legal recourse? Or exactly. So, Heather, I, I love your idea. I really do. I love the idea. I love the layout. I mean, I, I think I've told you that before. We've discussed this many times. And um, anything I can do to get it, make it promoted or whatever, I will. Um, when and, you get put this on, make sure people understand for right now, yeah, we, 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 we need funds, but the most important thing that we need right now, um, and this is before May. Community Voices. Okay. Um, we need a printer that can print 11 by 17 paper. We're going to need the 11 by 17 paper and ink for it. Okay. Because in order to put that first newspaper out, we need that. Right, the printing we, press, the ink. Uh, well, not a printing press, just a regular printer. Right, right. All right, a, a printer that can print 11 by 17 paper plus the 11 by 17 paper and ink. So because when we print that newspaper, that's going to be our first issue, issue, and we're looking at a projected date of June 1st to do that. So I need this. I need these three items before that. So let me make my notes here so when I put it in the description, people understand what it is. So a printer. I can print 11 by 17 paper. 11 by 17 paper. And ink. Well, also the paper. Yeah, it's kind of in the... Yeah, I'll put that in there, but, you know, uh, so yeah, okay. Because if we and get funds, we can get regular paper, but. So, if people want to donate, how do they get a hold of Chance for Success specifically to say, this is what I have, this is what I want well, to Well, the next few days, once the person gets on our, gets our web website on it, they'll be able to donate on our website. If they want to send me a check, um, my address will be on the website too. Uh, they can do that. Um, but mostly, if the person's actually in the Tucson community, they can call me um, at 520-440-5194. 520-440-5194? Yep. And so they can call for now. Do you have any idea what the website is going to be called? I mean, so we can put a... Chance for Success. Chanceforsuccess.org.gov. Um, no, the guy's going to put chanceforsuccessnews.org. That's the website um, address that he's going to 
It's, it's, it's the number four or the letter, the word four? F-O-R. Okay, for success. News. News. Dot org. Dot org. Okay, and when will the website should, be? he should be getting it up in, within the next week. Up in the next week, so it'll be up and running. Pardon me, I gotta take my notes here, otherwise I'll forget to put it in the in the comment section or whatever it's called, the, the, the introduction, the, yeah, the about section. Uh, and running in the next week. So, what are the projected, um, I mean, as far as when they take the paper out and ask for donations, what are the projected donations is what you've seen that people can, what are, what are the average donations? I mean, well, what kind most, of... Mo most newspapers, uh, at least the more established ones, mm -hmm. are um, selling the newspapers for a dollar. But the less established ones are selling it for like two dollars. But since we're just beginning, more than likely it's going to be, um, at least on ours for right now, at least two dollars. So it may go down in the future, but right now, I don't see that. <laughs> so the suggested donation will probably be two dollars. Okay, and then as time progresses, and as time progresses, the newspaper will plan it. At least according to my business plan, the first year will be once a month. The second year will be twice a month and by the third year should be weekly nice so the publication will come out once a month for the first unless demand says otherwise if the community starts saying i want more stories then we'll start moving it up to twice a month nice so okay, but it dep depends on the demand of the community right so um, i want to get this out there as best i can so um, I'm going to say this again, if y'all want to help Perry Vaughn and Chance for Success, um, the way to do that right now is to call her directly at 520-440-5194. Um, if you guys know where to find a printer that will print 11 by 17 paper, or you have access to 11 by 17 paper, Please, 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 y'all, because she wants to do this by June. We're hoping to have it in May because we're going to be, we'll be getting an editor from the college May, uh, May 16th. So we, we're going to have to start printing it before June 1st. Right. So we have enough for the people out there. So if y'all can help Heather Vaughn, please either give her a call or the, the, the website is Again, is um, chanceforsuccessnews.org. It's not up and running officially yet, but they are working at it, and it will be within the next week with any with good luck and intention. Um, and and I've seen Heather; she's a fighter. She's she's pretty good at succeeding. I mean, she's one hell of a fighter. I got to give it to her. That poor lady's been through so much. But so it's chanceforsuccess.org. If you guys can help out Chance for Success to get this off the ground and give some homeless people a chance of success, 
please, by all means, do. Um, Heather, is there anything else you want to add to the podcast or, I mean, any news you need to get out there that is, is absolutely imperative for people to know about your mission statement or whatever? Uh, our mission statement is actually uh, transfer success um, is an opportunity for the homeless, marginalized, reentry, and low-income individuals in the Tucson community to create and slash sell the newspaper with dignity, respect, and advocacy. Nice. So is there, um, as far as, I mean, besides your mission statement, is there something else you want to put out about the homeless, maybe that people don't know that they should about the homeless? Like the well, it's like, the, it's like this. The main reason I'm actually doing the newspaper is everyone has a story. Rich, poor, uh, homeless, doesn't matter. Everyone has a story. And this is a way for people to get their stories out there. Right. Get their okay. voice heard. Get their voice heard and be recognized as the people that they really are. Yes. That's the big thing. I love that. So I always, um, I don't know. Question? Yeah. If you have anything else to say or if Anthony has a question, do you have any questions for Miss Yvonne? Um, no. So I like to end the show, Heather. I don't know if you've listened to the show before, but this is the ending to my show. It's usually, we are people. We are human. We have rights. We are the homeless at large. We are everywhere. Hashtag help us or leave us alone. And Heather Yvonne, I see you as helping. I really do appreciate you being on the podcast this morning. And and I will do my best to keep promoting the show or the, the chance for success. Every time I do a podcast, I'll mention it. Um, try to keep it going. Because really, I, I think that's an important step in society starting to understand the, the houseless community. It's a big step. And we do appreciate you fighting to take it. Um, Thank you. As, as, as just from a personal point of view, I do. And I'm sure a lot of my listeners will too. So um, if that's it, um, we'll wrap this up. Um, and uh, y'all look, I want to touch on my sponsor. It's Anchor FM. It's um, the world's um, free podcasting site. They will help you start your own podcast. They'll teach you how to make it. They'll teach you how to lay it out. They'll promote you on different platforms. So um the best thing about Anchor is it's all free. They don't charge you a penny. So download Anchor today and try to make your own podcast if that's what you can do. Have a great day, y'all.